there. Everything's mm. live. Everything's now, going. How did you sleep? I slept great. Apparently, girlfriend usually gives me a kiss good mor- a good- goodbye. She goes off to work. Mm-hmm. And I, I usually, you know, survival instincts to wake up. And, uh, someone comes near you. I kind of wake up. But I was out. <laughs> I was completely out. Oh, and, nice. Uh, yeah, I'm like, did you give me a kiss? She's like, yeah, you were, you were, you're out, you're dead to the world. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I wake Good. up, and what else is there? For, I th- like kids on Christmas opening gifts. There's nothing better than being on the Jack Napier show. The uh, this be true. This what be do, what do we title this one? Napier knows red red. Yeah. No, this one's the Napier. On Tuesday, I have the Napier Nose one. Oh. And on Friday night is the Red Evening one. I'm glad they're all very differentiated. That's uh... They are very <laughs> differentiated. I, I might just rename this one Old versus New since you've been on this one like three times Ow. already. It's, but it's, I'm glad you're here. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of interesting where <clears throat> uh, for various reasons, merely to market I'd say sometimes like I have the Good Morning Corona Chan podcast, mm-hmm. uh, which started off as a spoof, but people are digging it. So it's like, okay, we could call it this. And then there was the polite podcast. That was merely me testing to see if I could curse or swear or if Google would, would demonetize everything, which they will. Even even I told you about the video of uh, not pugs. What was it? Pictures. Bulldogs. Of, uh, French bulldogs. Yeah, they didn't monetize that. It was literally me reading from the Wikipedia entry about the history of French Bulldogs. And I took pictures of my buddies of French Bulldog and that, that was demonetized. And it's just, it was just testing. It was testing the sleeping bear. And it's like, okay, I see. And, Funnily uh, enough, yeah. my shows with you, except for one are all monetized. You're kidding. I am. I'm, I'm not kidding. What? I, I was, I wished I was. <sighs> I was so surprised. I saw that. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Uh, every show with Rob, no monetization. Really? All the shows. Rob, Rob's uh, relatively clean. He's he's uh, not yeah. that he doesn't swear or curse ever, but he's relatively clean. Yeah, you were on the last name. No, yeah, last name. You know, you were on Young versus Old 3 is monetized. Uh, let me see. Where are the other ones? There are more. There are more with you. And the ones Maybe that I do renamed them. Oh, there's the other one. Yeah, that's the only one that isn't monetized. Like the second one, I believe. But most of them. What and with your analytics, what are you what are you making there per video? Like twenty five cents with their monetization. Yeah, something like, yeah. like that. Something I mean, like. That. I love how they dangling in front of you. This little promise, this carrot, like, oh, if you become a successful YouTube influencer, you can be PewDiePie. And even if you make thousands of like traffic, like you become a very successful YouTuber, pot, you you get some traction. It's it's a quarter. It it's it's ah. a, maybe maybe you make a buck on a video for it. It's like ah fuck it, you know. Go. I don't even think Pewds makes much money anymore after all the apocalypse, no. the adpocalypse, and uh, the New York Times was it? That what was the New York Times? Uh, no, that's the Wall no, Street were, Journal of all things. The Wall Street, Wall Street Journal should Journal have had Yes, yes, yeah. That was uh, the one. Yeah, who cost him his contract with Disney, which may or may not is a bad thing. I don't think it is. Right, but but, but this is – it's kind of 
when you were young, you know, you go into a job, oh, this will be a long term. You think you're going into like a long term healthy relationship. Dude, these are flings. These are temporary flings. They're all Disney, Google, all these new online media, whatever contract relationship you have with them. They're all bipolar. They're all going to change the terms of the agreement. And if you can make money, sure, but you got to use them for what what uh, whatever value or use they have. So, I mean, yeah. I would not bait. What was it? There was this guy. He was making six figures a year, and he went out and got two houses and leased a vehicle. And then the apocalypse came. He had to file for bankruptcy and sell the house. Uh, who was that? I know yeah. who you mean, but I'm doubting between Ron Paul, but I believe Ron Paul was made it? the best out of it. Not Ron Paul. He's That's a politician. Not- I want to no, say there's a YouTuber called Ron Paul as oh, well, right? Oh, I thought yeah, it was it? something something to do with video games like Dark Side Phil. Was that it? Mm, could be. Don't quote me on it, but it was. It no, was, me neither. No. But there are multiple YouTubers. And Logan Paul, that was him. Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. That That's the YouTuber who um, had the brilliant idea of vlogging in the Japanese suicide forest. <laughs> What's wrong people. with I, I? Why did the the did the Nazi people say? Oh my God, that's insensitive or something? Yeah, yeah, they did. See, and that's another reason why why monetization and any hope to make money off of this is is beyond expectation. You're you got a company that has every incentive to not pay you. You have mm-hmm. social justice warriors are just fucking kuantahas working for these companies that just i mean you you're you don't work for a social justice warrior entity but you have the regular run-of-the-mill political bullshit you got to deal with and your office is not that big i can't imagine what the censor department looks like at google or or disney and then your your listening audience is going to file a complaint every time you you fart and trick oh fuck it just fuck it no i don't want the monetization no no okay yeah or you run your your limited ads i i i Fine, go. I'm not, I'm not gonna waste my time. To be very honest, and I told Rob the same thing. These days, I just I use YouTube as a means to an end to talk to you guys. Yeah, it's, like, it's it's not even I have a show. It's more like no, I'm talking to people who I enjoy talking to. That's which it. Is, which uh, which is weird that it's entertainment for some. I had an I, epiphany with a friend of mine. We were just watching Joe Rogan. Having a conversation. And I looked at him. We're sitting on the couch listening to other people having a conversation. Do you know how weird that is? Like, no, it's not weird at all. <clears throat> I will. I got to explain everything to you, Peter Parker. But that's all right. You're half my age and you got a hot on. So let me explain it to you. Why? I've said this a million times before. But if, you're in, if you don't know this, then apparently I got to repeat it again. Why do they call them radio personalities? Why do they call them television personalities? What's your, when you watch the we- the weather over there in whatever small town Germany invades every time it goes to France, whatever country that I keep forgetting, describe me the weather girl or the weather guy. Who? What are they like? Your local weather, not the national, although national is about your local weather. Well, local is national. Where we're okay, with. all right. Well, yeah, I, I get because it's about that big. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, if it's that bad. Uh, no idea. I haven't watched that in ages. Okay, in the past, you have seen the weather girl, right? Yes. What does she look yes. like? 
she looked very attractive. A very, very is she slutty? Is she slutty? No. She's no. cute, right? Yeah. <clears throat> She's this nice girl you'd like to bring home to Ma, right? Yeah. Okay. And and is she happy when she does the weather? She looks happy. She looks happy. And she tell and maybe a little quip or a joke, right? A little bit of personality. Mm-hmm. Right. That's do you have any idea how much goes into picking the weather? Well, maybe not because it, you're such a small country, but at least here in the States, the local weather people, it's not just the women, but here we got a guy called Chris Schaefer. If you guys want, go to WCCO, the CBS affiliate mm-hmm. in Minneapolis, and watch Chris Schaefer and watch Justin Aziniak or whatever his name is, and there's a gal, Lisa Meadows. Those are the three because, you know, you can't have one weather person all day. Mm-hmm. They're all – charming maybe not hot but polished and 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 personable people and that's why they call him radio person rush limbaugh would you like let's say you didn't agree with this politics do you still think you'd like to sit down and have a beer with rush limbaugh i'd love to yes uh dennis prager would you like to have a, a beer with dennis prager i don't know if he maybe he's a little bit more obscure would you like to have a beer with joe rogan oh that will be fun Right, and the reason why is these people have personalities. That's why. Why do old women watch the soap operas? Why did they watch the soap operas back in the day? Because they have personality. Because th- their lives they- sucked, and while nothing was going on, they want to live vicariously through other people, and that is the key word, personalities. And especially if you got a high IQ, you are starving for the slightest bit of fucking sanity intelligent conversation or something that isn't uh did you see the sports ball guys throw the ball through the roof and so you that's what that's what this is is you're finding people that you enjoy the company of albeit it's usually one direction because joe rogan ain't going to reach out to you and 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 that's how the best some of the best podcasters out there start it because they're bored out of their fucking minds and they need something. They just need to talk because, you know, you look at uh, Bill Burr. Uh, he's got all this excess energy. He's a great guy you'd want to go have a beer with. And then he mm-hmm. just rambles on. And, that's, and so that's what it is, is you come online and it's not a shock that you use it to talk to other people. And that other people tune in because they, too, are deprived of, uh, of intellectual conversation. So that, that's what you are a personality. You know, that's. <clears throat> and even though you got a funny accent and you're from a country that we've saved three yeah, times, know. you know, yeah, that's how you know, people still tune in. I still don't agree with the third. I really don't. What? But I'll let you have it for what? the first two. Well, we, we saved you from oh, the you commies. Save we saved no, you a you lot. Save well, me. I know you guys are commies now, but you'd be way more oh, commies yeah. back then. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying. So much for saving. You can, you can say, God, tell me about it. The irony that Russia is more capitalist now than all the Western world combined. Yeah, but that's mostly, mostly because of the uh, Russian in, or the commie infiltration, right? Like what, here? In Hollywood, you had oh, the yeah. Hollywood 7, the commie group. Well, then you had the long march through the institutions, things yeah. like that. Like, communism didn't die. It just moved. Right. That's it's, what it did. It's very much like horses. Do you know the history of horses, where they originated mm. from? No. Everyone thinks they're in Asia, right? The 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 Mongol uh, warriors, uh, Genghis Khan, and all that, and then the Spaniards brought them over here. They were in North America first, 
because really? they, and I've found, I have found, I think they're called oridons. Maybe that's the ancient sheep, but I have found uh, ancient horse fossils out in South Dakota. They're not that big. Mm -hmm. They're about the size of a dog. And the horses originated there. Then when there was a land bridge on the Bering Strait or whatever, they migrated to Asia, populated over there. They were living in both the hemispheres of the world. Then for whatever reason, I think the Ice Age, uh, they went extinct in North America and then continued on in Asia and then were brought back over by the Spaniards and repopulated in North America once again. And it's the same thing with communism. It started in one sphere, went over to the other, got eliminated, but now it's 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 re it's a virus. It is it is a mental virus. Oh yeah, absolutely. Then you have to give credit where credit is due. They do have patience. They have patience. This, well, this took them years. Yeah, but think you know. Pay, again, look on the bright side. What's it like? Your entire life is spreading a parasitic ideology. Mm. Oh look. We we succeeded in China, yay! <laughs> yeah, the great leap we, forward. We, we succeeded forward. in Laos. Yeah, we succeeded in Laos and Cambodia. Good job! Oh, look at <laughs> look at our success in Venezuela and Cuba. It's like, mm, hooray! And to think that you know everyone wants to be the not Mao. Who's the sexy guy that women would drop their panties for, even though he's a mass oh, well, murderer? Che Guevara. Che Guevara. Yeah. It's like they all think they're going to be this heroic leader. It's like, no, number one, he came from rich parents and he got to ride his motorcycle. He was a spoiled, he was a spoiled brat. They're all spoiled brats. They're all rich. Mao Zedong, spoiled little rich kid. Lenin, spoiled little rich kid. Unless you have the fucking money, you're not going to rise to the ranks. This is a hobby for the lazy and entitled and the truly privileged among the world. And that's that's what they think. So they think they're going to have this great revolutionary thing. All they're doing is avoiding work, and all they end up doing is being that fat. You ever see uh, Michael Moore? No, Johnny Brasco. Well, Michael Moore, he's he's an example. Johnny Brasco, I think it's a movie with uh, uh, Pirates of Caribbean guy. Yeah, Johnny Depp, Depp and um, Pacino, Al Pacino. Yeah, haven't it's seen it yet. It's an older movie. I don't even know if you were alive when it came out. It was early 90s. Um, but the uh, the story is that uh, Johnny Depp is an FBI agent. And he's got to infiltrate, the, based on true story, he's got to infiltrate the, uh, the mafia. Mm -hmm. And um, his mafia infiltration point is Al Pacino, who's kind of this guy who's always want to make it big. And no one gives him any respect within the mafia because he's not young and he had his chance, but he kind of blew it. And he's just like begging and pleading to get into that that circle, into, into that circle of power within the mafia and have him get coffee and shit. That's why Johnny Depp angles him. That's his in. And uh, I think the Al Pacino gets shot and killed in, in the end or, or whatever. But it's really sad. Here's this guy who wasted his entire life trying he never got what he wanted and that's nope. the story of the vast majority of communists democrats socialists even you could even say uh conservative republic any politi political activist no matter what they all want to lead they all want to be the senator they all want to be a klobuchar or, a, or bernie sanders and for every bernie sanders for every ocasio cortez there are thousands literally thousands of little political science majors and volunteers and activists wearing their fucking pink pussy hats and, and they're nobodies. You're not going to be remembered. That's it. You, you, so you yeah, wasted very, your life. That was it. Yeah, you pointing it out just made me realize one thing. Bernie wasted his life. 
he got this that. close to the nomination, yeah. and then yeah. even then they took it away from him. You could say entire th- life's work, if you want to call it work. No. <laughs> taken. Like people like nope, nope. <laughs> we don't care about your feelings. Whoop. Well, but see, I I don't know if I necessarily disagree. The whole point of communists, uh, especially the activists, is they don't want to work. I mean, it, Bernie won the chalice. Ocasio Cortez has won the chalice. Uh, you don't know her. Her name. Uh, oh, she was the mayor of Minneapolis. She came from Wyzetta, spoiled little rich bitch. Um, she won that she became mayor. Um, if you become a politician and you make a lot of money, you've you've won Hillary Clinton. But I think in their minds, because there's nothing else in their lives, like all their their basic needs and more taken care of, all they have left is to win the presidency. I mean, can you imagine a better example of a Donnie Brasco example would be Hillary Clinton, where mm. her entire life has just been to be president to be queen bee. And now she's not. And now she gets to look back at you were such a bitch of a woman. Your husband cheated on you. Mm. Uh, you didn't raise your granddaughter. You spent no time with your granddaughter. You didn't raise your daughter. All, your entire legacy is living off of other people. And you still didn't make president. I mean, you okay. Became Senator, but, and Bernie, I think Bernie was just happy. I think Bernie probably is smarter than everybody else. I think he's just happy. He didn't have to work. I think oh, he's, yeah. he's just, you but know, so what, what is it that, no, I already know the answer to this. I already do. I just want to bring it up. I mean, the answer is they're lazy, yes. but you're right. Every spoiled kid I met. And to be honest, I came, did I come from, we weren't starving. And, Everything was already taken care of. Like the the thing I missed when I grew up with just proper parenting. My father just threw money and was like, "Oh, everything's fine." Nah, that does, yeah, that's yeah, the, I mean, you didn't no. Well, I mean, go on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's okay. I just want to set the record straight. There, like, <laughs> but the the spoiled kids for some odd reason all become commies. And I, I know why, because they're lazy and they want to stay in their comfortable little world where they never have to do anything. Mm-hmm. So their parents are just being replaced by the state. Mm-hmm. It's like, you really need, and I, a while back when I said that, you really need nothing to worry about, to worry about gender and yes. equality. Yes. Really. You have, to get, you have to have nothing going in your life if, to worry about nonsense. It shows you how little problems we got that the world flips its fucking tits because a, a, a turtle had a straw up its nose. And now we have paper straws. I mean, it's it, – and what San Francisco is a perfect example. I mean, I, every week you could probably find something new. But um, what was the – you know, when, what was it? Oh, there's so many, but, you know, you're banning plastic bags. Or when you get to this, oh, I'm sorry, it was Minneapolis. Minneapolis, they banned restaurants with drive throughs Any new restaurant, oh, you can't yeah. have a drive through now. I, I, it's like, wow, you, you, those people in the city council, and this isn't just Minneapolis, but it's an example, but uh, you must have a truly, pampered baby's ass that has never suffered, that has never had to support itself, and all you know is other people's money. To come up with that, you're you're so bored you, and you are so uh, egomaniacal that you can't just say, 
I think we got the right amount of laws. I think we got the good balance. Uh, let's just set it on autopilot and we'll uh, help out the people. No, I have to do something. I have to get late. I have to, we always have to go, go, go. More rules, more laws because you're a lazy, rich kid bitch who's had yeah. nothing else. And this is progress to you. This is just, just sit there and shut the fuck up. The plane's on autopilot. Let it go to its destination. No, we got to ban drivers. So that's, yeah, it, it's an agency list human. And oh, but yeah. they'll never they'll never get a job. They'll never get a job. So they got to play masters of the universe. That's what well, that's what I. That's again, you answered it perfectly. They're lazy, and a testimony to that is this simple thing where they're like, "I can't find a job." Well, then learn a trade. And nope, it doesn't no. come to mind. No, doesn't come. Oh, why should I learn a trade? I went to college. Well, because the market. Has no has no value. <laughs> I mean, never mind. They they just can't comprehend it. But see, but I I don't I doubt they can't comprehend it because I'm getting mighty. I don't believe this anymore that people are that dumb. I'm I'm no, they aren't. They no, they no, no, damn no, no. well know the single mom, uh, bluffing. This is a very perfect example. The single mom on the dating scene. You know, uh, you can't judge a woman's past, and you can't handle me. Ba ba ba. Do do do. And I'm not this. It's like, no, <clears throat> you know you fucked up. You have three multiple fathered children. You have no job. Da, 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 don't act like that. Uh, teachers, you know, don't don't act like you you don't know why you don't make a you damn well know why you don't make that money. Fat people every year. No, fat every people every year in the Netherlands. How can <laughs> I how can I get the girls? Well, because you're a scrawny fat skin a skinny fat um, guy who doesn't hit the gym. Stop Stop spending $10,000 a seminar on body language and how to pose your hand and how to have your <laughs> collar up and, oh, you know, bad move, bro. Uh, fucking what are real social dynamics. That's shit. Uh, uh, with um, Owen Cook. It doesn't RSD matter. Isn't there several? Is, isn't it a group of people? Is yeah, it real they social? now have a female coach as well. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anything... I, I don't know how I got in on this, but I'm on a Facebook group that's like men's fashion. And I'm like, oh, men's fashion, you know? I do, not now, but I, no. I appreciate fashion. I'll, you know, I, I, I have good stuff. I thought about that. For some but, odd reason, I was thinking about you this morning in a non-homosexual. Yeah, well, okay, thanks, Jack. That's <laughs> uh, not gay. But you you usually mention like, uh, like style and things like that. It's all useless. But I was like, you can get a decent shirt at H&M for just under 10 bucks. Right. Like, you know what the thing is with fashion? Does it fit, fit properly? It doesn't have to be expensive. Does it fit properly? That's it. And and there is a taste of fashion, but I think there's a there's a, a word for it, like where you go beyond the optimal point or asymptotic drop or some kind of phrase, a, a math phrase, I think. I, I forget what it is. But on this uh, <clears throat> on this uh, Facebook group I belong to, guys will post and like one guy had like a, a scarf, uh, like a ba uh, a bandana tied, like a, an ascot that came out, and he's like, "What do you guys think?" And this guy has shoes, and he's kind of, and I look, I'm like, "Not one of you has a drop of testosterone in your face. You have very <laughs> soft, pudding like looking faces. You are, and and sorry, we gotta help." 
we got to help out our fellow Asian brothers here by being truthful. It's predominantly Asian immigrants who like don't want to work out. They're already bad. And so they're like, well, look at this watch. And what do you think about this? It's like, you look like you're a homosexual and that's fine if you're an actual homosexual, but you're not, you're trying to get the girls and all you're doing is dropping $80 on a watch instead of $20 a month at a fucking gym. And, uh, it, it, this uh it's grooming it's very they're very pretty boys they're very pretty uh yeah that's again lazy. lazy lazy but oh no grabbing a barbell makes my it makes my yeah, hands my have calluses. Calluses. Yeah. ah good trophies <laughs> oh but for so i don't know man you're yeah you're right some guys just go the extra mile with clothing and shit like that but if they just spend a tenth of what they spend on clothing to a gym I mean, okay, gyms are closed right now, but seriously, like, look up Drew Bay. By the way, what you mentioned about Drew, that's 100% right. I know. I've had him on the show. Bro, Do not what, ask him questions. What's some, <laughs> give us three simple lifts we can do at home while the coronavirus shuts down the gyms five hours later. Now your your uh, carotene intake, you see, is going to say, oh, God, fucking hell. I mean, I love him. Don't get me wrong, but whoa, that man is a like a bottomless pit of information. Yeah, like Drew. It's, <laughs> I don't know why people aren't working out because one, you scared them the fuck away, and two, they still don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> oh God! If he listens to this, he'll find us. He'll oh, he will. Oh no! I, I don't know. I didn't expect it, but he's shorter than I am. I, I, I thought he was the is beast. He? Like I thought he was yeah. tall. Why well, aren't you six no, two or something? No, he's five eight or nine. Oh, he's my height. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but still, man, he looks jacked. Oh, he's jacked. Yeah, I mean, he knows what he's doing. There's no doubt about no. it. But oh, absolutely. It, it's like someone coming up to me and saying, what are the three main things I should do financially? Instead of me saying, spend less than you make, don't major in stupid shit, and uh, invest early and regularly in, uh, in an index fund. Aside from, well, you see, you must understand the concept of time. There is no such thing as money. It's merely a transaction. We have this massive accounting system called fiat currency. Now, you can... Ooh. <laughs> Hey, three simple questions. You hit him on my head with bachelor pad economics. Here you go. Uh, here you go. So I had, uh, uh, I had, if she was single, I would have set you up with her. Um, but I got oh, a, yeah, a real, a real classy gal. I felt bad because she started reading uh, how not to become a millennial. And she is a millennial. And she's like, I feel horrible. I'm like, this book is not about you. It says in the book, it's not about you. Why are you feeling bad? You should be laughing at your co-colleagues. Cause it, and uh, and she's oh, it's like no 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 it's it's not it's not about you it's not about you so. you shit way more on the boomers in that book than the millennials I shit on everybody like for, like for the millennials it's more like hey kids we know you fucked up but is it really your fault fifty fifty we have some fingers to point right right I, and I am I, laughing I, my ass off right now with the I, boomers I really am. Oh gosh. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's great. That, especially at work. <laughs> what yeah, what the heck happened there? What was the, okay. the crisis or this thing or this bullshit? Because I, I already oh, knew okay. what Here's it was. I'm, I'm very curious. So everybody was working at home, but I still needed to go to the office because, well, you're a new employer and uh, we don't know how well you function at home. So they are two senior employees <laughs> at work. 
But they were all in meetings or busy. So I, what I did as the bright millennial brain I am, I chatted, chatted, I know, I, internet. You know what this is, Cappy? The internet? You can communicate Wait, with people. Skype or something or what? Yeah, no, no, oh, not, yeah. not even that. It's a Windows Teams, I believe. Microsoft Teams they have. Okay, so something. I You're just, chatting on people. Right, okay. I just started talking with my coworkers at the home like, hey, uh, I've got a problem. Don't know how to fix it. Uh, work-related. You, you were texting work-related. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm texting them work-related on my work computer with coworkers who can actually help me. So... I completely obliterated the use of coworkers in the office by you just wait a minute. You obliterated the use of coworkers. What? I don't get it. They wanted me in the office because I wasn't experienced enough to work at home. That was right. their reason. Right. So they had other coworkers come into the office. So when I had a question, they could answer it. But all of the coworkers who came to the office just because I was there were in a meeting and right. were doing other things meeting the entire stuff. day. Yes, you weren't around. Yes, okay. <clears throat> they weren't even around. So I had no one to ask my questions to. So I just used that Microsoft Teams app to connect with my coworkers at home. Yeah. So you're I not looking made... at porn. You're not playing video no. games. <laughs> no, no, I have my switch for that. But oh, God. I can. I made all the coworkers in the office useless. Okay. Just by doing that. So there was no reason for me to be there. But this is what happened. They, because everybody works at home, they scheduled in the the short breaks and things like that. All right. And I saw that I had my break at 10 to 10. So 10 minutes before 10 a.m. Right. That's pretty early for me. I just like to work like three, three and a half hours right. straight right. and right. then maybe get a break. The day is way shorter like that. So they also have a group thing. And I put forward in there like, hey, who wants to trade breaks? Right. One. That was, mother, was that the bad? Was that, is this, is this your cardinal here sin? We go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. God, the mother at home. I have one motherly co-worker who says i'd love to trade with you because my son is shitting himself and i'd like to change everything up okay the boomer comes in don't change your breaks otherwise i lose overview of what you are doing and everybody was like what do you mean you lose overview two co-workers change up their break and then i get to get personal dms from the co-workers she's just using her power She's just oh, wanting this isn't your, to. This isn't your male boss. This is uh, this is your Karen you're dealing with. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, my male boomer boss. He's amazing. He is. So what I did yesterday, I came in. I was like, you know what? You're putting in a lot of effort for me, but you both, the both boomers, you're in the risk group of the coronavirus. And since you weren't around last week, I found a way to get my questions answered. So I believe that for the benefit of your health, your health, be, all your, your health, it would be better that I would work at home since I have found a solution to all of our problems. Well, you're absolutely right. We aren't very comfortable with going out of the house. I'm like, ah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll boom the boomers. Be, Yes, I did. Thanks to you, by the way. How did I have anything to do with that? Well, didn't you tell me? Sheep, cattle, lie. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's just in a general philosophical way, I guess. I, well, that's what I did. <laughs> I just, I remember I was working at Wells Fargo, and I hope everyone there dies. Uh, 
and you know, I think it's because the elevator was stuck or there was, I was in a line for lunch and I got back like five minutes and my boss was like, well, you were gone five more minutes. It was early, early starting to realize like, you know what? Fuck you. And now, and I'm like, <laughs> if any boomer, it's, it's still the same thing. It was like, oh, we can't switch. You can't switch your breaks. Your 10 minute pro. How can I see you? It's like, yeah. I have a, a new phrase that came up with it yesterday with the great one, but uh, we're going to, instead of Karen, we're calling them Baron Karen. Baron, Damn. meaning they can't have children. They're barren. Oh. Yes. Baron Karen. Was she, is, is, is your Karen Baron? Yes. She's 60. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, she's. Barren. Oh. Yeah. JD with the two band super chest. This lockdown made me hate boomers even more. Why? <laughs> this lockdown made me get rid of boomers. It made me out boomer the boomers. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm still waking up. Um, the, the, I swear to God, this better not be that. It better not be old people who are about to die put the whole global economy into recession instead of just quarantining themselves. It, I, I went online. I started like, I want to know if I had coronavirus. I just didn't know it. Like, were they asymptomatic? They're asymptomatic, meaning you have no symptoms. Guess mm -hmm. and this is just an estimate because the deaths did. You know what percent of people don't have symptoms? Like, of all the people that are infected with the virus, do you know what percent show no symptoms? Like you're just fine. No idea. 50. Half of the people who get it, this is in Iceland now because it's very early on. It could be wrong. But half the people who are going to get this thing won't even know they have it. Oh. And I'm like, and then I find out, you know, the death rate is not that high. I'm like, did, did we just throw the global economy into recession for a bunch of old fucks that are fearing death, you know? And, well, and have you looked up the common denominator of people who are actually suffering? Like dying and, and suffering, like a uh, yeah. Isn't it old dudes who smoke? No. Who is obesity. it? Obesity. Is it obesity? Mo it is either obesity, age, or smoking habits. One of these three. Yeah. It's like, seriously, all this panic for people who don't take care of themselves? I. But but remember, the majority doesn't take care of themselves. I mean, you and I are up here. Okay, maybe That's I'm a true. bit more here. You're here. And <laughs> the rest of the world is way under the baseline. Way not, right, right. And way under the baseline is where the true suffering is now happening. What's they had on Dutch, on Dutch television, they had this, um, yes, this local celebrity who didn't got captured by the Germans. Mm -hmm. uh, they had him on television and he has the coronavirus and he was suffering in, in, in the hospital and people should take it more serious because last week the prime minister went on TV and said, everybody has to keep their distance and blah, blah, blah. And you can't mm -hmm. go to uh, busy places. The entire weekend, the beach was full with people. <laughs> 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 like this I... is the Netherlands people like <laughs> national panic, the Dutch. The, wait, the beaches were full? Is it the kind of cold and chilly full. over in the Netherlands? It's still uh, March. It's, it's one typical Dutch tradition of as soon as the sun comes out, everybody yeah. just goes. Oh, so it was sunny. It was sunny out? 
Yeah. Oh, it was sunny out, and everybody goes outside for some odd reason. Everybody thinks, oh, the cold is gone, and then everybody gets the flu because they acted like morons. So now you kind of have people will think that they have corona while they were just idiots. No. While they just have the flu. But now, yesterday, the prime minister came out again and was like, oh, okay, nobody's taking us seriously. Now there are fines involved. So yeah. if you do this shit again. <laughs> I guess California, it's $1,000 if you're out and about uh, hanging out with friends. Oh, it's 1,500 euros here. It's what? I believe it. Don't. Don't call me out on this, but I believe it was around 1500 Oh, my goodness. Something like that. Yeah, drastic measures for drastic times. But, okay, you are the economist, the only fossil hunting ballroom dancer. The only one. Or is uh, – what's his name? Who is the asshole? Oh, Rich Cooper. He's probably the only ballet pirouetting, you know, uh, whatever, uh, effeminate ballroom dad. Like, all right, all right, Rich. Yes, yes, I am the only one of those in the world. Yes, that is true. Yeah, well, at least we have our hair. Yes. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> she went for the jugular there pretty quick. <laughs> Seriously, he retweeted me, and now my Twitter is blowing up, <laughs> which I'm thankful for. But the tweet I made was bashing transgender, so maybe that will bite me in the ass. That will bite you in the ass. <laughs> it will. It will. We cannot defend the rainbow. But what, what were we about to say? Oh, yeah. Since the printing of the $1.5 or however much it is, what are – the effects going to be after all of this because you have to have a pretty damn good reason of doing that but aren't the is this an end justifies the means thing or are the means really outweighing the The, uh uh, it's principally wrong let's start with that what should we do what should have happened what should have happened is people would have not grown on in opulence and wealth or government checks <clears throat> and being spoiled and having the government and everything be taken care of. You would have had, hey, emergencies might happen. I should have three months supply of any, everybody should have three months supply. And you know what? I should have a rainy day fund. This would be if we went back to those evil 40s and 50s and early 60s where people were responsible. Mm-hmm. That is not the case for 85% of the population. I'd even say 90, 95% of the population because, quote, conservatives and, oh, capital, they got caught with their pants down on this one, too. Okay. So we should suffer. Businesses <laughs> should suffer. Uh, businesses should also have a rainy day fund. They should also have an emergency contingency plan. Businesses decades ago, two decades ago, could have started migrating their labor force to home if it was white-collar work. So that mm-hmm. this would not be a shock, and we wouldn't have to dick around with your barren Karen. So, oh, if I can't, your 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 schedules, your breaks aren't lining up. So that's what should have happened. We would have gone through our emergency reserves. We would not need a bailout. Um, a month or two goes by, and this would have been done and over with. What has mm-hmm. happened instead is because so many people live paycheck to paycheck or live beyond their means, they have no reserves, including companies. Companies have spent all this money on buybacks, um, which makes some financial, it makes perfect financial sense, but you need to have a rainy day fund or business, which they didn't. It's now both the private sector and people, the corporate and individual sectors of the economy, need money to get by because the slightest bump the slightest jarring of their finances when you live paycheck to paycheck, you're fucked. 
And I see this. Hmm. You could be in the most Republican of conservative districts. All these fake fucking frauds out there where wifey poo has her SUV and hubby's got his uh, Mercedes or BMW and they have the McMansion. And they spend every, they have two incomes, they make $150,000 combined, but they spend every fucking penny on shit. And then wifey poo loses her bullshit make work, uh, Mary Kay multi-level marketing floral ranger job, whatever fucking bullshit it is. And now they're $200 short a month and now everything goes into cash. They now need a government, now they need. The mortgage company postponed the mortgage. Now the mortgage company has to postpone the payment to investors. Investors now are going to lose money on that. So the government's going to come in, print off a bunch of fucking paper, paper over this shit, hopefully tied us over for the month or two before we can get back to normal and the, the economy hopefully goes back to where it was before. <clears throat> so in this kind of sense, given the what should happen, people should fucking die in the streets. They should be starving. That's what I think. Everyone should be tightening their belts, and the government should say, fuck you, you're going to learn your goddamn life, but we're not going to do that. So given that, the next best thing is, yes, the government, quote-unquote, this would be a time for government intervention, uh, an emergency mm -hmm. crisis, where I would say, okay, I understand. You know, like the, the tidal wave that hit Indonesia, I believe it was, uh, and, and Japan. Now would be the time that we would spend emergency money, get people by to get back to, to uh, normal or square one. Um, mm -hmm. and so that's, that's, what's going to happen. And then the economic effects of that is we're going to amortize pain. We, instead of taking the pain now in one full lump, we're going to spread it out and pay interest on it, uh, in the forms of actual interest as the taxpayer pays money on, uh, on the, on the debts, the increased national debts. But then this money is, where's it going to end up, Jack? Where's that money going to end up? In the economy? Well, where, what, what parts of the economy is that money going to end up? housing there you go which drives up what rent rent where else does it property end? property taxes probably well property taxes let's not worry about the secondary effect the money is going to be lent out to everything banks lend it. cars cars are going to become more expensive transportation's more expensive your housing college, college is going to be more expensive uh what else is there uh, uh health expenses are going to be more expenses. Uh, I'm just trying to think. What if there's another main one? A lot of large budget items on your personal budget are going to go up again, and then Food. people are going to people are going to bitch and whine the next ten years. Why is everything so expensive? It's like because you keep mm -hmm. printing off fucking money. It goes into asset prices, but it doesn't go into incomes because there's still the same amount of you dipshit liberal arts majored fucktards out there who offer no fucking skills and companies are perpetually using technology to not need employees that now you have depressed or at least stagnant wages but increasing asset prices oh uh, that's what it was retirement no one's going to be able to afford stocks because they don't pay a good dividend because that's where the other so, so, so everything's going to become more expensive and you're going to have to work till you're dead you dumb motherfuckers and so that's what's so going to happen so that's why the payments or the paychecks in your in the Netherlands at least stagnated, but living cost went up. Housing cost goes right. Oh. Housing housing is up is probably the most obvious example because rent or or even your mortgage, if you're fortunate enough to have a mortgage, you know, you can afford a house mm -hmm. uh, because it's your number one expense. And I saw this very clearly in Switzerland. I was staying with a buddy. 
and um, he bought this this house, and it was a it was a nice house. It was actually an old farmhouse, and there was a barn attached to it, and there was a little bit of land, not a lot, but a little bit. I say, oh, what this set you back? One point two million francs, which or maybe no, it was one point two million dollars, whatever that translated into francs, Swiss francs. Enough. And I was like, I was like, and I like, when do you expect to pay it off? It's like, oh, well, you don't pay it off. Like, what do you mean you don't pay? Nobody pays off their house in Switzerland, apparently. Apparently, you just pay the interest and the bank holds like this. Just interest-free loans are a very low amortization. Like, you're just barely whittling away at the principal. And that's how people live now in Switzerland because the money apparently has flooded into the housing market, driven housing prices so high up. You never own the house. You're merely renting it from you're literally renting it from the bank you never own your house so then i'm like okay then you don't own a house no why don't you just rent the fucking property why deal with the maintenance and all because when you own when it when your name's on the deed or the title mm -hmm. now you gotta deal with maintenance and repairs and all that other shit but but for what a facade that you own the house you don't own the house you'll never own the house and no. so it's the same thing over in brisbane parts of Australia, the housing prices are so high that you will never pay off that house. You will never own your house. So why the fuck are you going to take out a $1.5 million loan to go afford what is a, a modest home in uh, in Melbourne? I'm sorry, Melbourne. Uh, so same thing with San Francisco. Then. Yeah, same thing with San Francisco or New York. Uh, I'm sure Paris and London are the same. Like, here's a flat that's $2.2 million. You're never going to, unless you're truly rich, you're never going to own that. And that that is the lion's share of those high prices that have driven people out of the home ownership market. Even if, quote, unquote, you're a homeowner, you're just rent. You're literally just renting it from the bank uh, is because we've printed bank. off. Yeah, you know, we've printed off all the money. But did the economy grow by the amount that we increased the money supply that then flooded and drove up housing prices? No, it did not. Uh, did did. We have an increase in GDP or uh, advances in technology that allowed uh, employees to become more productive. No, our advances in technology replace employees because that's every financial incentive every entrepreneur in business has. Mm -hmm. And these people think printing money is the solution to everything. Oh, but you see, we have a central bank and through magic funny money and the Federal Reserve is a separate agency. See, it's different now. It's just like, no, Paul Krugman, you lying sack of shit. It's just printing off more money and it will go somewhere and it will drive up prices and it will drive up costs. And that's what it's going to do. That's what this is going to do. I'm just happy because I own land. Oh, yeah. I hope you have a good day today with the I, picture you sent me. What pictures of what? The, the picture of the house. Oh, that. No, I got to call those guys up that uh, if everybody <laughs> wants to do something funny. Go to D-V-E-L-E, Develi.com. These are these are prefab luxury homes, so like they're cheaper than and they're they are the exact type of homes I want to own. And there's one that only goes for like $478, but I'm sure that's like what it costs to produce in their factory. To ship it out there and assemble it, I'm sure it's like a lot more. Okay. So give me give me one moment, by the you way. Put that up. No, 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 because I heard you talking about something yesterday. Let me go grab coffee while you look that up. I'm going to get some more coffee. <laughs> Afam looked it up. No, I'm going to look something way better up because I got some models to show the captain. 
And I also want to ask you about Scandinavia when he's back. And flush the toilet. Wash your hands. Dun, dun, dun. I sent a photo. Okay, I'm just going to put this up on the screen and we're going to watch the captain react. I should have I should have named myself Lieutenant Libertarianism already. He's going to love this. Who won't love this? Boom, boom, boom. If we're going to get banned, gents, we're going to get banned. Good. Oh, hey. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. Is that that uh, model yes. from uh, Vegas? Yes. By God, wow. GDP would rise. <laughs> My God, look at that. I have found the 10. I what, never uh, knew what a 10 looked like. This is it. What's her name? You know what the oh, name of the actor, yes, the actress, the model know. is? I do know. No, I know the name. Up. Yeah, we're going to. That's like, uh, whoo. Yeah, I mean, uh, if, if I ever make it, if any time I will get the amount of super chats I deserve. No, it's not a doll. <laughs> it's not a doll, Baltasar. It's not a doll. Let me see. What's her name again? Okay, she was a model for this one. Here she is. What's her name? Sienna Zona. Double N. Is she's she, from uh, uh, Eastern she's European. Danish. She's Danish. Yeah. That's not American. Sienna Zona, Z O N A. Uh no, S O double N E. And her S first name is Z. Her first Sienna Zona. Yeah. Oh yeah, there she is. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Can't help it, gents. Just does look good. Is that oh, one of my plates? I wish, man. If I had the Holy amount of super chats I deserve, I would have an army of women like these. Just serve me all day. Like, coffee. Install my mic. Open oh. my laptop. Put my feet up. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Oh, she's already she's already uh, spoken for. Yeah, by Tate. <laughs> one is of that the Tate's Tate? got her. Is, is that Tate? I don't know. It's a black guy. No, that's not well, Tate is that's half black. Tate. That's not Tate. This one too, by the way. This one is also my kind of she's every kind of every guy would take what well, who's gonna kick that out of bed? I don't know. Maybe some nerd. <laughs> I, you, and, you and uh Bacon got well, we lost we lost him. He clicked the leave studio, but that's all right. He's prepubescent. Uh, Jack is. He, he'll make mistakes like that. Now he's rushing frantically. Oh shit! I click. I click. Leave studio. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Did you leave I the studio? Yeah, I left the studio. We're still uh, on. Yeah, we're still on. Yeah, we're still on. Oh god. Thank you. No. What did, did I say? Oh yeah, I had a friend once, female friend. When I still believe men and women could be friends, she turned out to like me. By God. <laughs> oh, sad. That week. Me. That week, she liked you. Sad and Eve Napier. Sad and Eve boy. I should have known you back then. Big fucking tits. Seriously. But she used to tell me that she loved to prey on IT guys because, <laughs> because they didn't know what to do with her. <laughs> she was pure BPD, man. But by God, she oh, did me have laughs. I it's it's kind of sad now that uh I've tried to explain to the to the GF. She's like, "Well, don't girls hit on you anymore?" It's like, "No, no, you don't understand." Okay, when I'm in the center, when I'm a ballroom dance instructor, even unless they were old women 
and drunk and actually, you know, grabbing my junk. Okay, that was pretty clear and obvious. But girls don't just come up to a guy like, hey. And every time, not once, but every time a girl comes up to you and starts hitting on you, there is something wrong. Mm-hmm. And always, and, and like, for example, one time I was at a bar in Wyoming and I had uh, khakis on. Are you aware of khakis? Yeah, those are Proper trousers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're your beige pants that you wear when you can't wear jeans to work. So I was wearing that and a dress shirt because I was going to work. And this girl all of a sudden ended up started talking to me out of the blue. And right off the bat, hair on the neck, what the fuck is going on? What is what is wrong? And she was like, oh, well, you know, if you ever want to come over sometime, I'm like, yeah, sure. And so she went back to this table where she was hanging a bunch of uh, guys from Wyoming, like uh, not construction workers, just ranchers, I think ranch hands or something like that. And hear the snorting and the laughing. And so uh, on the way out, I said, what was that all about? And she's like, Oh, they thought you were gay. I'm like, gay. Why do you think I was gay? Well, cause you have, you know, these pants on. I'm like khakis, khakis. And to show you how delusional Wyoming guys are. But the whole point is, Anytime a girl that if it seems too good to be true, it's because it is there. There's something hot chicks. Don't talk to guys. I uh, had it one time, one time in my life. Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It would. Didn't, haven't I already told you this story about the girl who was so nervous. She was shaking out of her shoes just to talk to me. I had no. to calm her down. no. Oh, you so think she's scary. having a medical condition? What's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah. Oh my God. She was shaking. She was like, "Hi." I'm like, "Honey, chill. I'm just a guy." She thought, "Oh, yeah. Sorry about that." <laughs> like, "Oh," but yeah, she wasn't really my type. I should have gone for it. Just like, but my God, I respect you so much. You are one in a million. Actually, coming up to a guy. Yeah. But no, these days it's men fish bicycle. How's that going now, by the way? Blessed be Corona Chan for giving us. You uh, know what I like seeing is you don't hear a damn thing on the, on the news anymore about nope. this these petty fucking small problems people have, like their professional pronouns, like their, oh, I was microaggressed, or all the problems of the womans, or, oh, this crazy group of this uh, underprivileged group at that, at that, none of it, none of it, because we got a real, we got kind of a real problem now, and these fucking worthless vermin are being exposed for like, who's reading the Atlantic. Who's reading Condi Net? No one's reading these fucking papers anymore because they got bigger, important shit to do. Mm-hmm. And what are yeah. all these New York female writers supposed to write about? Their problems, their drop. No one cares. We oh, don't the care. Ones, the ones with less followers than you and I? Those? Yes, the professionals who majored in journalism who have less followers than you and me. Oh, God. It's, There's such jokes. <laughs> it's it's yet another blessing of the great and merciful Corona Chan, where bless yeah, her soul, bless her, bless her soul. Well, we don't have to listen. Like it's not being shoved in our face. Like Tina Johnson McWinthorpe came out with a new type of way to tell men are it's that's all gone. The front it's all gone. Yahoo News, it's all gone. It, you don't have to listen to it. No. There's one thing, by the way, because as you know, I've been reading your old blog, but I don't get one thing. Mm. Or maybe I do. I just don't know how to put it into words. Mm. What's up with Scandinavia? What's up with Scandinavia? And the economy. Well, what's up with – I don't know. What what happened to the economy? 
because all your American socialists uh-huh. always point to Scandinavia. Yes. But I couldn't get a clear answer from the, your older posts either. So why is that working, or is that all a facade? It's, it's, where a, you no, just it's, not, it's not a facade. The only thing that you could say is a facade is Norway because they have oil and mm-hmm. they have a very low population. I mean, everyone in Norway is a millionaire because they have a sovereign wealth fund uh, where, the, where they put all the extra money. Mm-hmm. Um, but Scandinavia, it's an anomaly. Uh, for, and I did the, the math on this. For every Scandinavian country, of which there, I think there are five, you have ten failed socialist and communist regimes. Uh, the other thing is Scandinavia is there's only 25 million people in Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Mao alone killed four times that amount in a decade, True. maybe five, five years technically. Uh, so you can look at that on a per company or company per country basis. Okay. One success, 10 failures. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to look at it on a personal basis, 25 million uh, successes, two billion failures, mm-hmm. with poverty, strife, and everything else. But why um, is it that they succeeded? And the rest uh, some failed? people speculate it's it's homogeneity. Homogeneity. Homo- they're all the same culture and race. Uh, so eyes are on Sweden to see how their little experiment with diversity is going. It's going the way you expect it. You you import <laughs> people that have eight kids per per woman uh, and live off the government. It, it, so it, I can't wait to see that. It, uh, but a lot of another group, uh, another theory, or and these aren't necessarily wrong either. Is uh, they're northern. You had to get your shit together. You had to help out your fellow man. You know, you had to help out Oli down the road and send down the road further in case the storms. You have to get your crops in. They're very short growing. It works, so it, it built up this very hard work ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> because you know Iceland, there's not a lot of resources on Iceland. Oh, would you like some ice? Maybe a walrus. Hey, look. Oh, that's the other way around, by the way. What's that? I didn't know. You know that, right? Like Greenland is the one that's not fertile and full of ice. And Iceland is the one that's actually pretty green. I don't know why they did that. It's not as green as, say, Ukraine. Um, I've I've been to Iceland. It's like, okay, yeah, I I see you have some land here. But the the sun alone does not allow a, a ton of crops to be grown. <clears throat> not saying they don't have a growing season, but yeah, gr- uh, Greenland is all ice. I, I understand that. But it, it, point is, it's not fruit ain't falling from the trees in Iceland. We got to work. We got to cultivate. We got to hunker down. We got to mm-hmm. not only that, we have to build up food reserves for six months out of the year when it's just snow out there. Although mm-hmm. Iceland is, is more temperate than that. But that's that's another reason why it, it's like, oh, they all work. They got to hunker down. Nobody really lies around and does nothing. Well, now that they're importing a, a group of people that does that and a culture that does and their own native population where it's like the world owes me a living, it's going to be very interesting to see. They so far, I think all the Scandinavian countries have balanced budget uh, requirements, which is in part why they're ta- – I think Finland is at a 60% tax rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they don't have national debts, or if they do, it's very minimal. Mm-hmm. So that's um, that's uh, that's good in a financial sense, uh, but it's it's the exception, not the rule. And it's, if I understand you correctly, it's not yeah. even that socialists. No, it's that's more- a, that's another thing. It's a uh, you know, I think until the United States lowered its corporate tax rate, which was only an administration ago, I think it was Trump. Um, 
the United States had a higher corporate tax rate, certainly higher when you consider that we tax our dividends, which is a double taxation on corporate profits. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the Scandinavian countries have much lower business taxes. Um, and it's, it's, do I, do I want to study five different economies? No, not really. But <laughs> also I think you're, some of them, you still pay taxes. If you're poor, they don't care. Like you got to pay taxes. Um, there's work requirements. So it's not that <clears throat> as it is with five different countries, you're going to have multiple variations of each, but looking at some general overall statistics, what I like is government spending as a percent of GDP. Cause it tells me how big, what percent of the economy is the government. <clears throat> and in Finland, even though people are producing this shit, the government takes 60%. Mm -hmm. Sweden, I think it's 55. Um, mm -hmm. You get you get a general idea. Okay. And what is the underworking? So they made a good go at it. You know, they, they are, they have very high standards of living. Mm -hmm. But you can't take that and then apply it to America, where huh. America is not, or, or central or, or southern, quote, not, not Italy, Europe. I mean, just non-Scandinavian Europe. You can't apply that to Greece. You can't apply that to Spain. You can't apply that to Italy because it's a it's a different culture. It's a different group of people. Mm -hmm. You can't apply that to Asia. You can't apply that to Latin America. Oh God, that's like the worst combination. That in Southeast Asia, you want to kill a lot of people. You take communism and people on the equ uh, equator, equatorial mm -hmm. cultures. You are guaranteeing fucking death. Uh, even Russia, for God's sake, which is significantly Scandinavian and, and Northern, they couldn't, they couldn't fucking get it off the ground. No, it's and this the small group of people that in, in a very unique point in time that are able to do it. So, you know, they say, Oh, let's try it in America. Are you fucking nuts? The real Americans, the traditional ones, which still unfortunately make up half the population for you, you parasites out there. We're not going to work. We're not good. We're not the. We're not fucking Sven. We're not pussy whip like that. We're gonna be like fuck that. I'm not doing this. <laughs> so it's if I understand you cor correctly, the whole Scandinavia thing is actually still a bit of freedom in slavery. Yes, they just don't know it. They do know it, but it's what I'm saying. If I had to speculate, I think it comes from their culture because you had to help out your fellow man. Yeah. Why wouldn't you help out your fellow man? Whereas when you go to a non-Scandinavian country, it, it's more individualistic where it's like, why would I help out Bob? Fuck Bob. He's been looking at my wife. Plus uh, this, is, this, is my, this is my car. This is my property. And I work for it. Plus uh, the fact you can only reap the benefits if you've already put work forward, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And there's no such thing as real parasitism. There's only parasitism when you've already proven your worth. Am I right? You lost me there. So if I understood that correctly, like you can't get on benefits in Scandinavia if you haven't delivered to the funding of those benefits before. Right. right. I think there's some, again, it depends on which country, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you just don't get a free check in the United States. It's like, uh, I mean, you just got to come up with the flimsiest of excuse. Oh, I got the bipolar. So I'm disabled in this way. I'm disabled in that way. Here's your money. You know, I think Sweden, <laughs> not Sweden, but the, the Scandinavian countries in general, the, the hurdles a little bit higher. And I think even though it doesn't matter if you're poor, you still pay taxes. Um, and I'm sure they have other work requirements. Uh, I, I, again, I'd have to look into it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's a different culture and a different system, and it's, it's not going to work. 
Well, it's so not going to work when you play it here. So when Bernie or AOC says we can do it like Scandinavia, they're just pulling something out of their ass because you're, it is you're talking nothing. to you're talking to two privileged, spoiled people who never worked a day in their life. And who never oh, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Ocasio Cortez worked as a bartender for six months. Right. <laughs> uh, but aside from that, and Bernie, I think worked as a carpenter for two weeks. Uh, no, they, they, they have no idea. They've never known. They've never worked. They don't know what it takes to support themselves. They really don't. And they've uh, never read anything about Scandinavia. Otherwise they know how it really they, works. They, they just, they just, they are willing to throw the entire U S economy and impoverish everybody as long as they get elected and they don't have to work a job. That is literally every politician, including Republicans there are very few statesmen. Nearly everybody is a politician. They will tell everybody what they want to hear, even if it destroys the country and the economy, because they don't want to work. People have got to understand that about politicians. Man, Nigel Farage, he's about the only, there's a statesman. He had no upsell, no benefit for him to come out like that. None. And the reason you could tell he was telling the truth is because you all hated what he was saying. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the way you could tell he's a state, because he was hated. But mm -hmm. yeah, that's anyway, one thing I will point out about <clears throat> socialism and communism in the United States is I've, I've seen it working. Um, it does work in one place, but it takes a massive amount of indoctrination and brainwashing. And whereas I think culturally uh, Scandinavian countries uh, have this, I don't want to say indoctrination, it's, it's, it's a culture they have. In the mm -hmm. United States, it, it's indoctrination as California. Uh, specifically Silicon Valley, <clears throat> where you have these guilty, rich li uh, liberals who busted their asses off in IT and programming, these big tech giant type of people. But they were so in inculcated and indoctrinated since the age of five to believe in socialism and, and, and communism that they will willingly work 60 to 80 hours a week, pay over half their income in taxes, more than that, if you really account for the fact that all the government regulation and whatnot has driven the housing market and gas and all this other stuff, I would say if, if you looked at where the money finally ends up and why things are so expensive, you're looking at damn well near two-thirds of your income mm -hmm. being going to government or rent or gas, maybe even 70%. And these people are the ones who are perfectly fine letting people shit in their streets have heroin, have, I, I have a guy, can't mention him, but he's Scandinavian, a redheaded guy, and he he's he's stuck in San Francisco now. And he's like, so they went into the lockdown, and um, now there's people shitting in front of my my apartment. And everyone on his Facebook, I think it was, like, just be thankful you have an apartment. You know, don't, they don't, if they don't bother you, why bother them? And so I clicked on these people. I found out they all live in San Francisco, too. They are so brainwashed. They are so indoctrinated. They're perfectly fine with letting homeless, diseased people shit on the, right out in front of their apartment. What? Well, but that's what happens after 30 years of indoctrination. You start at five. It doesn't end at college. They keep going on, you know, within the, the environment they live in, with the, with the news media and everything, the media they consume. You know, it's no, you eat a bunch of ho-hos, you're going to get fat. You consume nothing but leftist propaganda. You're going to become a fucking doormat. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's all what rich people are pretty much in California is they are these big, massive cows. They bust their asses off. They work hard. They're in the right field at the right time. They're making literally hundreds of billions of dollars, arguably trillions over, over the years. 
But for you've got this big fat cow, but there are thousands of leeches attached to it, just sucking off of these people. And they're slaves. They're very well compensated slaves. I'm sure they have a very fine apartment in San Francisco, but there's shit on their streets. There's there's a potentially hepatitis infected needle in front of their uh, their apartment. And they're fine with that because that's all they got is their religion. It's like, oh my God, just be thankful you have an apartment. And so I see that that works. That is an example of a functioning um, uh, socialist, quasi-socialist economy. But look at what it has relegated the producers to. They're not independent-minded people. No. They're, they're indoctrinated to hate themselves. They always look for, they are deathly afraid of being, not even be called an ist or an ism, but just being, you're impassionate, you don't care about the homeless, because I think predominantly the homeless are, are white folk, but and, and certainly male, uh, so you don't get the accusations of isms or ists there as much, but they're just like, oh, don't you care? It, it's, it's no different than the Soviet Union, where if you have wrong think, uh, you, you, you have a visit from the state agent, or the Stasi in East Germany comes and pays you a visit. Hmm. Uh, but it's it's culturally self reinforced. It's 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 not enforced by the state. It's enforced by your own people. Uh, so, but do you want that? Congratulations. That's what American socialism is going to look like. It's going to look like academia. It's going to look like you know you can't have the freedom of speech. Or you know, Brendan Ike gets. I still love that. Brendan Ike gets fired because he donates to a political campaign uh, to outlaw gay marriage. Now I'm, I'm pro gay marriage, but you know what else I am, Jack? Freedom of speech. Freedom of fucking speech. And we can't have, I mean, that's, that's what it's like. And you know what? The government isn't doing a fucking thing. All the government does is indoctrinate people and the people do this to themselves. Well, did you read, did you read TJ's last piece about no. that? The dystopian future genre is, um, is lost, is lost upon us because we are, we're already living in it. It's mm -hmm. a good piece. Is this, the, is this his uh, novella that he just published? No, it's not that one. It's on it's uh, which website? What, TJ Martinell.com? His no, it, no, no. He does he does guest posts for yeah. American Horror House. Oh, Terror House Mag. Terror House magazine. Forney's outfit, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. His latest post on there that the dystopian future genre is no longer uh, of value because we're already living in it. And well, those are things that you're now mentioning. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty dystopian where people are happy. Which you wonder why Trump won. <laughs> like, wow. I well, was I was disappointed though. I was really disappointed. Him printing off money. I was like, I <sighs> have you read this book, Jack? I know. I know. Yes, I was so happy I got the cartoon cover. Who made that, by the way? Uh RJ. He did uh he does a, a bit of art. He did the art for masculine geeks. Their uh their backdrop he did that. Mm -hmm. I wanted him to uh, do a comic book that I I wanted to write, but mm -hmm. he's an artist, so consistency and regular production and the understanding of a timeline is lost on him. Like mm -hmm. when he wants to do it, he'll do it. It's great artwork, but you know, like every day, <laughs> what mm -hmm. are you nuts? <laughs> so I really yeah, like that. When, that was the first time you and I met talking about that you, book. Really? Yeah. Like when you had me on the first time? Yeah. Oh. Okay. First time you and I spoke. And then you followed me on Twitter. And I was like, oh, my God, Aaron Clary follows me. And yeah. then you turned out to be a total dick. I'm a total dick, right? <laughs> See? 
Everybody, uh, don't get to know your heroes, man. Everybody turns out to be a dick. It's... Oh, I had that with the band members of Lamb of God. Like one of the first concerts I went to, and I wanted the singer to sign my set list or the set list I stole, actually. Uh-huh. And uh, he just walked away. I'm like, you fucking coward. <laughs> and he turned back. How did you call me, you little shit? I'm like, I just wanted you to sign this. Oh, well, okay. But you shouldn't call people that. <laughs> yeah. I See, this is why I don't want to meet Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, I just I just want him or or Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. Just let me imagine, okay? Just let me imagine that uh, Bruce Willis is just he doesn't have time for me. He is the god that I think he is. Because mm-hmm. my biggest fear is I'm like, oh my god, Bruce Willis, you're like my hero. When I was like 13, I saw Die Hard. You sent me on a path. Oh, I would be. You're like, hey man, what's up? Yeah, cool. You want to hang out? Like, wait. You're just you're just immortal. You're just yeah, yeah man. Let's you're, hang. I'm like, oh no, I guess I don't want to hang out with you yeah, anymore. Uh, never mind. Like you're never just mind. like me. Uh, you're cynical. Oh, well, you're human. <laughs> then he starts talking to you about the GDP. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, yes. What do you think about about the quantitative easing? Like, oh, you you know, should you just tell me to go away or something? Like that? Oh, that I was. Oh, that was sad. By the way, like the Economist turning its back on you. The magazine. Oh, that was over ten years. That was fit. That was almost twenty years ago. I'm bored at work. <laughs> oh, I'm reading through it all, man. Oh yeah. Like, isn't was... this weird for you? Like meeting some guy who read your Wikip- Wikipedia page. <laughs> like, oh, I is have it a true? Wikipedia page. What? I don't even know if you have that. But that was something that went around with artists. Like, don't you hate that when fans have read your Wikipedia page and you're like, dude, you know much more about me than I know about you. <laughs> I. Yeah, I uh, I I don't think I have a Wikipedia page. But, have you ever? Yeah, met, well, it's kind of hmm. Have you ever met heroes of your? Do you even have heroes? I, I can't imagine. Oh, they're very rare. They're very rare. There's one guy I have met <clears throat> who's like about the only mentor I'd say, like someone I listen to, look up to. His name's Chris Muir, M U I R, and he runs a political uh, cartoon called Day by Day Cartoon dot com, mm-hmm. and he's he's a retired guy out in Florida, and um. Like, I want to be this dude when I grow up. He's got gray, long hair. He doesn't give a shit. He lives in Florida. He's having a good old time. And the guy is based as fuck. Um, nice. So there's that guy. I got a friend who I admire. I don't know if I want to come, become exactly like him, but this guy is a perfect stoic. Uh, kind of like Atham. How, yeah, well, no, it's not Atham, but <clears throat> this guy this guy makes Atham look like an irrational woman drunk. That's how stoic this guy. Nothing phases this guy. Atham, will, you occasionally might see a rise or he, he might have a, a slight palpitation in his heart for whatever reason. Uh, but this guy makes Atham look unhinged is how yeah. calm this guy is. So, But I don't necessarily want to become him. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any heroes I got. I, I uh... any, any bands he used to like? Writers? Author? Rouge? <laughs> Well, I, I like out. reading it. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know if they'd be hero status. It's like that's an interesting philosopher. I look up to that person's work or what they mm. did here. But someone like, wow, teach me. What do you know that I don't? Because frankly, I did enough mistakes and fucked up enough in life. I know what I'm doing now. But I mean, that's the thing, right? The reason why you and I are here because we fucked up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what that, some people. I was on Salt Lake City with Rob and. uh Skelton dot Elton asked me a couple of questions and he's like 20 years older than I am. I'm like, mm-hmm. 
he's like, well, you're wise for your age because I fucked up. You fucked up, right? I, I mean, I I got fucked by a lot of people that too, mm-hmm. but by God, man, suffering is is part of the equation. It is. It I, is. The, wanna... Well, see, this is this is why I don't trust any of these <clears throat> life coaches, where they're like. Hey, look at me. I don't know. Do you remember? Oh, what was his name? The Greek guy. Oh, Sultan of Silver. What was his name? Bruno. Bruno. George Bruno. Thank you. Wow. Um, He posted a picture of him in front of a yacht and a Bentley. And it's like, fuck you. You fucking Ty Lopez fraud. Fuck you. Now I know your bullshit. Now mm. it's like, now I lost all respect because... You, <laughs> That is such basic bitch, 28-year-old dude bro bullshit you pulled on. And this guy is 50 or 60 or something. And like, yo, 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 what, what? He's going to wear chains and a hat on sideways. Hey, it's the big GP. Uh, check it out and get my yacht. I, what, really? <laughs> or these guys, the the pickup. I, we like the better bachelor. He was on Donovan Sharp. Oh, was so he on did. Donovan Sharp? Yeah, oh, cool. Donovan. I, I think that. Joker from Better Bachelor even started this because of Donovan. At least he he references Donovan a lot. Good, good. Yeah. Well, But, yeah, uh, Donovan's great. Uh, oh shit! What was the point I was going to make? Pick up artists. Uh, oh, that's what it was. So if you tune in a Better Bachelor, mm-hmm. the ads are, "Hey, let's see you like got this girl right, huh? And like she ain't texting you back. What's up with that, bro?" Take my 995 class to figure out how to get your girlfriend. And it's like, oh, shut up. Shut up. Now, I'm not talking better batch. I'm talking the ads that are running. That's the scam. That's the bullshit. These people that come off like they've never fucked up. These guys ain't got no fucking money. They fucking live in a van down by the river. And, and they will never admit they fuck. They think like they act like they got all the answers. And look at the fucking car behind me, huh? Huh? You want that? Huh? It's like, no. It's all all smoke and mirrors. The it's guy right. I fucking trust is the guy's like, oh, dude, yeah, I got the, like Terrence Pop. You tr- Who trusts Terrence Pop? Everybody raise your hand. Space Ghost. You know why we trust Terrence Pop? Because he fucked up. Got fucked. He fucked up. Got fucked. Went to war. Was about to commit suicide. Uh, <clears throat> had financial troubles. He's a single dad. He and, and but then he's a real and he came back from it. That motherfucker. There's a guy I look up to. Mm. Terrence Pop is a guy I look up. There's one of those. Wasn't, wasn't Terrence the one whose ex-wife killed his dog? Yes, yes, oh. I think it was right. Oh, oh, of all the stories, I'm gonna oh, trust oh. that guy who's pissed off and brooding and ha- slamming down the beers before I listen to some polished California West Side beach bum fuck coming from I don't know whatever rich town it is out there, Marin County, uh, telling me how to make six figs and make a online living trading stock options. <sighs> and so that's why it's like, yes, you you know who you want to have is. Life coaches, I hate using that word though, by the way, is those who fucked up and admit they fucked up. You know, because I majored in stupid shit. Don't major in finance. Don't go to business school. What do I slam on regularly? Business useless school. Degrees. Useless degrees. Useless degrees. Useless degrees. Right. Useless degrees. Sorry, I had a brain fart right there. No, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Now, I, used, I used to be the nice guy. Many years ago, you know. Same here. Yeah. What do I tell? Never doing that again. (laughs) The number one thing I tell boys to do to get the girls. 
go to the gym. Go to the Don't fucking gym. Do, do I need to say any more? Oh, but there's a guy who will charge you $5,000 to have his fucking thing on how to wear a pinky ring and fucking tie an ascot around your neck. And like you're this fat, bloated Indian program in Silicon Valley trying to get the girls. Oh, uh, you'll pay 5000 bucks for that. RSD did that a while back. They had one of their life coaches be fat. Sure, sure. Okay, yeah. Be fat and, and get girls. And I'm like, oh, my God, man. Like, oh. You, Don't give them false hope. You'll appreciate this because you're, you're a trainer. Hmm. So um, I, my gym is closed. The gym oh, at my, my apartment building is closed. And mm -hmm. 10, 15, yeah, I know, I know. Why would you bastard. invest in a $500 bar, Jack? How's <laughs> gym capping? Anyway, yeah. anyway. After after I, I I moved and I got rid of my home gym because like this is just taking up too much room, which is true. I saved thousands of dollars. <clears throat> uh, I can't. I, I I got nothing to work out and it's like pull ups and push ups. So I go into my truck and I find some dumbbells. I found uh, two twenty five pound dumbbells, which is like okay, I could use this. This is something. I'm like I'll go down to the the used sports shop and grab some weights. They are fresh out. It's, they're all for, I thought oh, a bunch of gyms would be closing and they're going to have a, a supply. They're going to have a surplus of, of workout equipment. They don't. It's We're waiting for the gyms to close. So I walk in and this big, fat old man comes up and he's telling me, oh, yeah, I'm all this, out that, that, that. And you know what he told me? Hmm? He says, well, you know, I'm a personal trainer and I, you know, you don't really, you could probably use this. It's like, no, 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 no. no. I'm not listening to you. No, you are fat. I, you, if you ran half a mile, you die. And do not tell me you're a personal trainer. So don't tell me you're a pickup stars. Don't tell me you're a life coach. Don't tell me you're a personal trainer. Fuck you. You know, I you, don't want. I don't want to hear it. You are Corona's biggest fan, is what you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I just love that. Like me and the me and the main plate were discussing those things because we got kicked out of a store because mm. of Corona. Grab a basket. I'm like, fuck you. And no, seriously, yeah, never mind. And we were like, okay, so what? What are the common denominators of people who are who get corona and die? Things like that. All smokers, fat people, old people. And we were like, <sighs> but again, like fat people saying things like that. Oh God, they no, they I deserve don't. everything that's coming to them. I, I don't you know see... that song, Baby Blue. I don't remember the band but no. it starts out with a brilliant phrase with mm. i guess i got what i deserved mm. that is always the first thing that comes to my mind when i see people like that and i hear people like that i'm like yeah this well this is why a lot of these these uh life coaches are such losers i mean they never go on to be do, have you ever met a successful person <clears throat> where where they say oh this guy made his money in uh banking or this guy made his money in steel uh, uh, this millionaire made his money in plastics. Oh, this guy, he made his money in life coaching. You never hear that. It's, <laughs> you never hear that. Rich guys smoking. What did you do, Thad? Well, I was an investment player. Oh, I was a surgeon. Well, I was a life coach. They're not at the cigar smoking table. They're not. No. They're, they but are in the van down by the river. You still have cigar lunches right there. I mean, they're closed right now. Yeah. There's yeah, nothing to fucking do. It's fucking annoying. I wouldn't even know what a cigar lounge looks like. like it's uh, imagine like one of those British men's clubs, like Chesterfield everywhere, Chesterfield leather yeah. couches. Yeah, I like that. Maybe a little bit more modern. It's a bunch of old guys trying to get away from their wives. They just they got they're retired. And they got nothing else to do. Hmm. 
So you go in. Now, Vegas is a little more ritzy because um, you got all the tourists coming in. Um, and uh, the brothers like to smoke. The brothers will come in. But we're t we're not talking life coach brothers. We're talking. Dude. <laughs> you brought. Dude, I tell you. that. So there's this guy. He had not a flashy suit, but just this sharp looking suit. And it didn't make sense. This guy was an older black gentleman, had gray on the hair, and he's talking to this other old guy. And it was the middle of the day, and these guys were like, those suits cost more than my truck. I say, hey, you guys mind what I ask you to do? And, uh, well, I'm his lawyer. And the black, I say, what do you do? The black guy says, I'm a weapons dealer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an interesting job. And I'm like. Oh, oh yeah, I, I deal in what I, I supply. Uh, I forgot what it was, and we're not talking guns. We're talking missile launchers and shit like that. I'm like, oh, God, dang, that's cool, you know. And so, some of the classier brothers go to the cigar lounges out in Vegas. But um, yeah, there's a lot of money rolling, but no boring people. No boring people imagine. at the cigar lounge. Yeah. What do you talk about with an arms dealer? Like, how many people did you kill? No, well, yeah, but I mean, how many? Uh, there's the at my at the cigar lounge I go to. One of the guys who works behind the desk, he's a retired FBI. Um, nice. the yeah, the oh, I could go through that. Let me see. So, there's a retired FBI guy, there was a retired Ramsey County sheriff who then came out of retirement and be, became a, 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 a deputy sheriff at another county because he got bored. That guy's he's another brother, and he's uh he drives a really cool uh Indian motorcycle. Um <clears throat> what else? Uh, there's another guy who's an author, successful author, more than me. Mm -hmm. Um more than you, really? Yeah, oh yeah. So he yeah. Well, he's older. One book. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's it's just an eclectic mix of of guys. Uh uh, there's uh, a guy who is he was born in Algiers. But his mom was American, but his dad was Mexican, and he works on the golf course uh, for fun. Um, it's just it's just this cool group of guys where you sit there and you shut the fuck. There's another guy. He worked the oil boom in the 80s and the mining boom in the 90s. He knows all these Western towns that I've been through. He's like, oh, yeah, did you stop at that bar? I'm like, yeah. How do you, how'd you know? I was there in 1983. Um just, just some real cool cats that you know. You, you want to find masculinity? A cigar lounge is one of the last few places you're going to find it. Oh yeah, I mean, especially I used to hang out, or not necessarily hang out, but my father used to have his own truck company. Hmm. You want to talk masculinity? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> that was so awesome. We had the smoking ban coming in, <laughs> but they had one route planner. Hmm. And he was good. He really was good. My my father needed him. He was like, okay, we're going to have you on. He was like, under one fucking condition. Mm -hmm. He was like, what? I will be damned if I can't smoke in my own fucking office. My father just looked at me. He was like, oh, go ahead, man. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> but they, they could not care less about anything. As long as what, Cappy? The work got done. The work done. got done. Doesn't they matter how. Does it does matter that I I always want to punch? I'm like, here's it. Well, yeah, but you didn't do the way I wanted you to do it. It's like, 
It's because your way is ancient as fuck. And it takes forever to fucking do, and oftentimes it's wrong. But I, I we don't have to slam on boomers. We don't have to slam. No, we don't. Uh, haven't haven't people already done that? I think they have. I think people. I, I think they know. I think they know. I think their entire generation did it. They do. Everybody knows, Jack. Everybody. Girls who like, you can't afford me in my base. You don't work that. Blah, blah, on their dating profiles, they know. Karma. The liberal arts majors begging for a bailout, they know. The Karma. fat wife, why can't I find a man? They know. And then uh, uh, the boomers who like, you know, you're bearing Karen who's working at 60 years old and nitpicking it. She knows. They're just a miserable lot of people living a lie. Karma just, will get them. Karma it, they, it already them. has. It already yeah. has. By the way, when like you bought free video games, right during the crisis, the yes, <laughs> the, crisis. the crisis. Which ones? Mega Man Nine, which Mega Man Eleven, Eleven is not as exciting as I thought it would be. You, you should have gone with ten. Uh, okay, so I got, <laughs> I got, I got a Mega Man, uh, <laughs> and there's a long movie at the beginning you can't fast forward through, so you're sitting there watching him. It's Mega and then Man. um. I know, I know. I, I knew what I was, I kind of like, oh, yeah, it's just a side-scroller. Yeah. Uh, then I got Skyrim 5, and then I got Dragon Quest 11, which is the Japanese version of Dragon Warrior, which does date uh, predate you, but Dragon Warrior was like one of the first RPGs on the Nintendo system. And, mm -hmm. um, and I always kind of, I just wanted mindless open environment shit that I don't have to worry about. Uh because I have a feeling I'm going to need to kill some time, like the uh, live stream here. Uh, no, seriously. <laughs> I am glad, I'm glad to help. I hope I'm not bored. No, no. It's it's something to do. Although I'm, I am going to get going here pretty soon because I got to do yeah. my own podcast later on today. I got to get lunch with the GF where I go to a grocery store and grab food and bring it to the office mm. uh, because we can't go to a restaurant because there are no restaurants open. Yeah, because of the crisis. Yes. And, and then, dying and, and and then when, I, when I see people, I'm like, be well. <laughs> live long and prosper live long and prosper i've never seen star trek any of the movies never not even one of the shows never they're all right huh? yeah Keep watch watching. watch watch shatner even uh skip the first generation of uh, i'm sorry skip the first episode of the next generation it's it's okay uh there's other stuff i'd watch long before i watched star trek like have you watched black books Yes, yes, I yes. did. I remember that. That one With was Bernard. great. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> There's why a hero. Did that man have a black. Why did he have a bookshelf? Why? That, that man is a hero to me. That man, <laughs> Bernard. Just, just that's how I want to be every day of my life. He's. Oh, we're talking the bookstore, right? Yeah, I can't remember any of the jokes, but I do remember loving that man. Like, do you? What was it? Somebody walks in and then, do you have any books? And I, oh yes, it's a bookstore. So I'm like, oh man, it was such a lame joke, but only the British could do it. Yeah, like so Forty Towers is nice as well. Don't yeah. mention the war. <laughs> uh, have you watched uh, same directors? It Crowd. Of course I did. Okay, you watch It Crowd. What about Father Ted? No, no. God, Jack, you got all, everybody should, if you're all looking for something to be in a better mood, watch Father Ted. Next time we talk, we're going to talk about Father Ted. That's your homework. Okay. So before next week or tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I it's about. Yeah. Now that, now that I work from home, by God, man. Yeah. I can do it. It's about three priests uh, in Ireland who are 
banned to Craigie Island because, well, one's a, a mental retard. He's an idiot. He's not an actual mental. He's just a moron. The other one is a philandering, woman-groping, drunk, retired priest alcoholic that they kind of quarantine him on this island. And the other one is Father Ted, who's about the only normal one, who got caught in a financial snafu, and, and they think he's embezzling, so they ban him to the island. And it's him managing these two idiots and all the crap and problem they get into. Uh, it's it's precious. It's hilarious. You, so it's like the masculine geek, but then British on an island. <laughs> No, it's way funnier than that. <laughs> it's way more entertaining. It's uh, it what actually has of... a point and a purpose. And oh, <laughs> yeah, masculine geek don't have a purpose. <laughs> what time do you want to start your podcast? Ah, uh, see now you're doing that to me, Jack. What? Why? Why do you gotta bring introduce time? Why no. do I gotta th worry about a time? Why can't I just hey I, when I'm ready I... and I'm done taking a shit? What? Okay, I just don't want to keep you from do being productive. No, no, in that's your right. Pajamas. It's going to be at least two hours, at oh. least two hours. So you got yeah, time I, to go I, do whatever you want. Oh yeah, fine with me. Okay. Fine with me. Have you ever seen Black Adam? Of course you've seen. Black yeah. Adam. Oh yes. <laughs> Still haven't seen everything, though. sir. Does this include us going up over the trench and walking slowly towards the machine guns? Who told you? Because that's the exact same thing we've done 16 times before. Yes, but that's why this is so brilliant. Because we've done it 16 times before, they won't expect it a 17th time. <laughs> Darling. Fun of the First World War. <laughs> God. The greatest atrocity known to man. Great. <laughs> You've seen uh, 1917 already, right? No, I heard it was bad. Is it good? 1917, the one, yeah, the film the that was... Yeah, it was good. My stepdad hated it. He well, he oh. he said him and a bunch. Look, I I trust my stepdad. This guy did seven tours in Vietnam. This guy is no fucking joke. Um, him and all of his military buddies hated it because and things now that I think would ruin. Maybe if I saw it without knowing this, I think oh yeah, it was a good movie. But I probably would catch on him. One, everybody's clean. Like ah. you know, he's like, what the fuck? Why is everybody clean? Two. Uh, nobody, I guess the, the main character where he's running through, like no one would do that. You'd be trying to get back to your unit or your, your group or whatever. Um, three, uh, there's milk, I guess there's a scene with a cow and milk. He's like, who would leave this whole bottle of milk in war torn Europe? And there's yeah. this big fat cow that no one slaughtered bullshit. Uh, and it's stuff like that that would stand out to me where I'm like, yeah, something that, that would, that would be too jarring in my mind. Uh, you know, whereas, uh, say, um, uh, the Tom Hanks one, World War II, um, <clears throat> what is that? Saving Private Ryan? Saving Private Ryan, right off the bat, it gets real, and people are not clean, and there's not a fat cow. I mean, people are getting slaughtered. I'm like, okay, that 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 convinced me. But if, if this one is, oh, well, hello, oh, titty do anks and wankly doos. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to run across the countryside. Oh, my Lee Einfield rifle. There's a cow. I mean, if that's what it is, I'm kind of, you know. No, it, it wasn't that. No, maybe some scenes were like that. Okay, the cow, now that you mention it, yeah, how did yeah. that came there? But other than that, it's pretty gruesome. Okay. Pretty um, gruesome. Like, David Niven to... doesn't come in and make a quip. No. Okay. Right. It's not that I can remember. I did think they had a cop out though, because they say they shot it, or it looks like they shot it all in one shot. Mm -hmm. But 
there's a cop out. Mm. Uh, I guess two thirds of the movie where the main character gets hit in the helmet mm. and he get not he gets knocked out. And then yeah. the screen turns to black, and then all of a sudden it's night. And I'm like, don't give me this. Either either go the whole movie or don't. Yeah. But they went and did. I, <clears throat> you know what? We have made enough uh, cinema, being actual yes. movies or TV shows. You don't have to go see movies anymore. And and unless the movie is really really great, there's no reason. It just isn't. And so, yeah, I'd say Father Goose, or not Father Goose, Father Ted. Father Goose is a good movie too. I like it. You ever hear of Father Goose? I know the children's story. It's a, <clears throat> no, it's a, it's a Cary Grant flick. It's a romantic comedy, and it's a bit of a stretch to believe the premise, but it's just this bum alcoholic in the South Pacific with his boat. And the opening scene is he needs supplies. Like he just doesn't want to get involved in the war. He just doesn't care. And he's approaching a, a beach to steal gas and other supplies from the Royal Australian Navy. And the, the beach is getting shelled by the Japanese. And he's playing this happy song in the background, just whistling and just he's just taking his boat right. And, and you know, so it's a, a devil may care attitude. And, uh, but my point is there's a ton of other shit you can watch that you don't have to go see them. Like old Donald Duck cartoons. I, I'm doing that with Watson. Just YouTube, Donald Duck, 1950s, six-hour-long videos of just <laughs> old-school Donald Duck. You ever watched? I Daffy know you're. Duck. Yeah, well, I used to watch that as okay. a kid too. But I, Donald Duck is more nostalgic for me than Daffy Duck, though I'd like them both. No, you're more of a Looney Tunes fan. I know. I am. I am. I love those characters. I. I mean, it's like there's so many. Like every guy's got a bit of Pepe Le Pew in him. You know, they always want to, they want to mash on the girls. Then you got Foghorn Leghorn, where you try to introduce wisdom. Uh, <laughs> who never listens. Nobody ever listens. <laughs> Why don't you say something, boy? Why don't you speak for God's sakes? All right. I got to get going and clean up and do things and act like I have a life. All right. Yeah, sure. I'll talk, talk to you soon. Guys. All right. We'll see you. We'll see you. Uh, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. You know where to find us. We'll see you soon.